0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. Episode 7 of the seven Gaming of and Drinking 7 of the How Gaming and Drinking this? Cast. I don't know, man. It's like we've been doing it forever or something. It does we, feel like we're, it's been we're
1: practically professionals. No, we're not practically. We are professionals. Look at those iTunes scores and reviews.
0: <laughs> we got five stars, bro. Five stars. We do
1: have five stars.
0: Oh, boy. Ooh, look at that pretty beer.
1: Is that? is that a sour? Is that a Westbrook?
0: it's a Berliner vice. It is a Westbrook. Mm. It is uh, I will get to that in just a second. It is called, you're going to like this maximum Florida. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. And it is a uh, Imperial Berliner vice with dragon. Dude, listen to all this. I mean, loosen up the lips a little bit imperial berliner vice with dragon fruit passion fruit mango pineapple pink guava key lime tangerine toasted coconut marshmallows and milk sugar wow that's like uh, they just threw the whole kitchen they're like what you got in that what you got in that fridge over there (laughs) once you you toss that in this beer yeah and i'm sure it is maximum florida there is no abv on here on the can which kind of scares me a little bit
1: no there's got to be i don't think that's legal
0: uh I dude, I was looking all day. Did not see it. I don't see it. I don't think there's one. No, there's not. Um, but I can look it up. But in the meantime, what are you drinking?
1: So I'm drinking a Founders Centennial IPA. It is their uh flagship IPA, not their all day, which is their most famous one because that's their session, but this mm-hmm. is their actual like uh West Coast IPA. It's got oh I like Cent- that one yeah it's a centennial hop ipa it's, it's very good it's very just a regular old run-of-the-mill ipa but it's a very good one of those um yeah. i'm a i'm a fan i, I like a lot of things founders i like their darker beers their barrel age stuff tends to be very very good um their imperial like, stouts are really good too their their regular ass porter is is great like it, it's so good it's one of the best porters out there and they're a national brand so they you know they're they're all over the place. They're very famous. And, um, there's a reason for that. You know, they're, they're, they're yeah. good at what they do. Yeah. Um, they're huge. And, th- and this is just, I was just in the mood for a, a basic IPA today. So I
0: like, dude, you know, me, I'm a sucker for a good can. Yeah. And this is a great freaking can. It's p- it, for listeners. It is like just a solid pink all the way around with a flamingo on it. And then like in Miami vice letters, yeah. it says
1: maximum Florida. It's definitely going for the Miami Vice Vice City uh,
0: neon aesthetic. You think that, Vice Berliner Vice? Yes. You think that's why they did that? I,
1: yes. Beers, beer makers cannot resist a good pun. If if we know anything about beer makers, is they love a good pun. So,
0: whoa. The good. Whoa, dude. Yeah. It's got, man, it's got. You can taste all of it. It's like it's got it's got lime and mango on the front, and then like. Coconut in the middle, some avocado <laughs>
1: <laughs> thrown yep. in there for good measure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we, wild! We should say that we did some drinking of the outside of the house variety this past weekend. Um,
0: yeah, I had an
1: event and and uh, what at one of my accounts, one of my bur- um, bars out. Uh, Homeland is the name of it. It's out in, in days, Leesville,
0: L- South Carolina. But-
1: Leesville, South Carolina, not a, not a lot of craft uh, options out there. So this place is pretty popular amongst younger people who are looking for that in that area. Um, it's a great, great bar. If you're ever on the Leesville side of South Carolina, you should definitely go check it out if you like craft beer. And if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you like craft beer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, I, um, I had never, like, I grew up in South Carolina and I think the only time I ever went to Batesburg Leesville was when we wrestled them. I was going like, to say for like school, <laughs> that, like school football sports, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so um, I'd never been there. And it was like, I was like, what the heck is this town? And, um, but that place was dope. It was, yeah, cool. It, it was like a it, modern, you know, craft beer bar, like had like the LCD uh, displays for the menus and like mm-hmm. had a ton of crafts on tap and in bottles. Yep, They have and, 12 uh, taps,
1: and they have a ton of bottle options uh, and can options and stuff like that. And it's funny. Cause you come down like, uh, you know, the main street Leesville, which looks like new or not Newberry. Uh, what's the Andy Mayberry. Show? Mayberry looks Dude, like Mayberry. I got that
0: vibe right away.
1: I mean, cause it's just two lanes. There's one going this way and one going that way. And there's a, like a literally right beside all the, the colonial, is,
0: all the colonial like strip mall buildings. Like, yeah, there's like an
1: insurance place you know and then like a haircut place and then right beside homeland is a lawnmower repair shop <laughs> like literally right beside it it's the most like downtown like homegrown thing that i can think of yeah. and then right across the street is like the antique shop and the wig shop so you know you're in a downtown area when they have the antique shop and the wig shop right beside each other oh yeah um and and homeland's just a really cool place that uh that It it provides a service to a crowd that probably has been neglected for years, which is like young people living out in that area that aren't necessarily like trying to drink Bud Light
0: all the time, you know? Yes. And also, wait, speaking of young people in that area, do you know where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah, the Carolina squat truck. (laughs) Dude. Okay. So, anybody who is familiar with the South knows that the squatted truck is a thing.
1: North and South Carolina.
0: Well, they call it the Carolina squat, but, dude, I've seen it in Tennessee. I've seen it in Florida. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's all over. I'm sure it's all over. In South Carolina, they call it, like, in Florida, everybody called it the Florida squat. But, yeah, it's just. Maybe maybe every state
1: wants to claim this shit for its own. It's so Dude, It was the
0: most squatted truck I've ever seen, and it this was this one like, was
1: so, and it was an SUV, so it wasn't even like yeah, a truck, truck. I think like it was like a Yukon Mar- or something. Yeah, I think it was a Yukon, and it was so squatted that the front end was so high up that you like, I don't know if the there guy was been, like
0: leaning his head out. The window, he basically like, would have Ventura, to leave
1: like Ace Ventura just to see that. That's how high it was because his view would have been obstructed by the yeah. like oh, <laughs> by but, the front end of his so car, like not even. So and he and had then, his
0: hat like he had his hat like just sitting like loosely on the top of his head and like backwards but slightly to the side and like me and him kind of locked eyes for a second and I just like <laughs> I just like shook my head I was like oh god and then and like did that. Like, cranked he his cranked music up, up the music, all right. the way, and I so was like
1: the only reason Ugh. that we all saw it cuz I was already in the bar when this was going on and the only reason we all saw that is because he cranked the music up <laughs> i guess right when he saw you and everyone just turns and sees this abomination driving down the road and even the like people that are like you think would be like maybe the target demographic for that were just like oh
0: god there god. was like an audible sigh in the rest <laughs> of yeah, <it's>
1: like, <laughs> Air deflated out, and they were like, "Who is this chucklehead? Like, what, what is going on here?"
0: Oh God, it was funny uh, I was like, yep, I'm in Leesville. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was the most Leesville thing that that we saw while we were out there, for sure.
0: Oh yeah, but, but the bar was dope. The and bar, was also cool. the people were dope. I enjoyed the yeah, people. Yeah, a lot of a lot
1: of really cool people there. And the reason we were there is because I was doing an event with Hazelwood, which is, the, I to me, the best craft brewery in Columbia, South Carolina, uh, by a by a wide margin. Um yep. and. Uh, we actually had the brewer and owner, Matt, there with us, and we're going to try to get him on the show if he'll be a part of it uh, soon and maybe record up there at Hazelwood. I think he'd be down with it. Uh, he seems very open to that kind well, of we thing.
0: We probably shouldn't just announce that on the podcast before we... <laughs> I, think we I think we can do it. I feel confident we can pull that okay, off. Okay, okay. Um, right. That is something we want to do, though, is like uh, we know yeah, we this want podcast. To bring we, stuff we, on. We've we started doing a little bit of streaming Apex and stuff, um, but mm-hmm. we, we want to have branch out and do a little bit more different types of content and one would be special episodes um of gaming and drinking it wouldn't be the podcast obviously but like just go in talk to different brewers uh get like the lowdown on how they brew when they how they got started and just kind of give them uh you know the old gaming Forum. and drinking bump <laughs> yeah, give them give them the bump. <laughs> Let him know. And also, and w- I'll take I'll take the Hazelwood bump too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that would be that would be really nice. Yeah, um, and and Matt seems like a really cool guy.
1: And yes, and he will talk for hours about beer. He's very I could listen incre- for hours. He's incredibly knowledgeable and uh, very very good at what he does. And mm-hmm. I think that it'd be very cool to have someone like him on the show and have his expertise and and, and have him uh, just be able to give a perspective on beer that is so. Uh, knowledgeable and so uh smart about this yeah. Kind of I thing mean he, that, that we all love.
0: He was. T- I was talking to him about like where how he got started and stuff. And he grew up like right across town from me. I live. I live in Lugoff right now. He lives in Camden, or he lived yep. in Camden. His parents had a farm over mm-hmm. by the river, and um, his dad just let him start growing hops when he was like 15. And right. <laughs> so like that, he was like, I'm gonna start brewing beer. And now he's like got his own brewery in Lexington, and mm-hmm. he grows his own hops, and they use in some of their beers. Yep. and I was like that's really flipping cool I'd like to I'd like to let people hear about that so yeah
1: hopefully it's we a, can get a, that going it's a cool story and the, the location is really cool it's like an ash I always tell people if they've never been that it's like an Asheville type bar uh inside of of Columbia, Lexington South Carolina it is a very warm uh homey feeling it's got wood paneling on the walls like a lot of stone and a lot of like wooden like bracing and stuff like that it just looks like a a country mountain home uh, Mm -hmm. inside of lexington and they're actually redoing their garden right now in the back they're 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 redoing all of it because they want to have a nice outside area to kind of compete with like most of columbia's breweries are uh let's say facility first and beer second um and they're made to be uh enjoyed like by being in inside a, a good a cool space it's
0: more about the social hub than it is about the the beer
1: right the beer is secondary to the social interactions which is fine uh but to compete in that market when you already have the beer they've already got the beer down uh hazelwood does so now they need to to kind of like branch out and make it to where people want to come and spend time there like they would at you know a river rat or a a steel hands or something like that um and they're trying to they're going to redo their their garden in the back and have like a lot more uh space for people to kind of interact and with each other and hang out and chill. And they're going to put like a big awning out because the, one big problem in Columbia, South Carolina is that it is incredibly hot uh, dude, all the time. Dude. The I time.
0: I like, I just moved from Florida and like my dad's like, so how does it compare heat wise? I'm like, South Carolina is so much worse. Everybody talks about Florida being like the hot place. It's like, no, South Carolina is the hot place. Was, like, I
1: think it's specifically Columbia because you're kind no, of landlocked. And, and, Lugoff is
0: and, the same dude. Well, Absolutely, mean, Lugos, the Midlands. Columbia, the like Midlands. the Midlands, yeah,
1: the Midlands area, because you're yeah. you're so you're far away from the beach and and the waters down there, and you're and if you're from the upstate, you're close to the mountains, you know. So you're kind of just like in between both things that would provide a measure of coolness, and
0: yeah,
1: and, and, and like Columbia is just like or, or the Midlands are just in the center of all of that, and it's yeah. just hot all the all the freaking time. Yeah. Um. So you know, I one of the things that Hazelwood wants to do is put out like like an awning or like a covering so they can have people chill out there and not get super super hot that'd be
0: cool that'd
1: be cool um yeah he's got great plans for it they're gonna do some killer things there and like i said they've already got the beer down and and i want to kind of talk about some of the beers that we tried because i think they were very good and need and and would serve our audience to be highlighted um so one of the first ones yeah go ahead well one of the first ones i tried was the instrumentals which was the sour
0: Um, i did like that one
1: so their sours are always. He doesn't use like fake fruit or anything. He doesn't use like uh, syrups or anything. It's always, always raw fruit. Like he always he, he uses. The yeah, and I think stuff. it's
0: local. He was talking about like he even gets like local salt for like yes. his. They, <laughs> they do like a Mexican lager and like it's local mm-hmm. salt that they use. Like local everything, and yes, they local, use if, organic, if can, organic too. Organic if, strawberries. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he goes to so. um, if he can't grow it himself, he'll go to fourteen carrots, which is like a local. Uh, I kind of helped food store uh, in Lexington and that's where he got the salt from. I think he got some of the produce there, but yeah, he tries to use all local stuff and it, it's not, it, none of it's fake. None of it's uh, you know, the sugary water that comes with fruit, which you've seen a lot of like the, the, the fruit beers that people make. It's all real. I don't know what talking about.
0: I'm sure every bit of this is uh Real Straight real the dragon fruit, passion fruit, mango, pineapple. Actually, mango. I mean Westbrook.
1: Westbrook might actually do that too. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not super. I just sure would
0: love that, to but. see. I would love to see like the the barrel that they throw this all in.
1: <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to eat some of the fruit out of it. After oh my god! It's, after it's after some it's, of the, it's been used, shoot. like the some like of the, the, warp. the mush, <laughs> yeah see like because you know like when you drink like pj when you're in college or something and it's like all the fruit and gummy bears that's at the bottom has just been soaking in everclear and then it's like you you eat one gummy bear and you're completely toasted like that's mm-hmm. that's that's what i imagine it would be like if you got some of the fruit out of the bottom of one of those barrels yeah Maybe that'd be super fun <laughs> to, to, to try
0: um, matt matt when we come to your place we doing- us some fruit
1: <laughs> Get us some fruit um, oh god what what, what what was the only ones that you
0: liked uh, I had the Belgian Strong Ale. I can't remember what it was called. Constellations. Uh, Constellations. And I tried that one because I was really enjoying the conversation we were having about, like, the the stuff he grew himself, especially the hops. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's, one in that's... particular is one that they use their own hops in. And yep. um, so I tried that one, and I really enjoyed it. Um mm-hmm. I think it was you and him both were saying that one's probably like a little bit of an acquired taste, but like I. Belgian uh,
1: Strong's tend, as far as like, especially with my sales, Belgian Strong's tend to be an acquired taste. It's, it's not. Yeah. Because people, people it's, it's in between like a Hefeweizen and then just like a pale ale or, or a, a golden ale. It's really between a golden ale and a Hefeweizen, not quite a farmhouse. And, um, and you, you get people who either want one or the other, they want that coriander banana of the Hefe, or they want the, the golden like light taste of the golden ale. Um, mm. And this is kind of in between that, and doesn't really uh, speak to either one of those audiences, but it does for people who like that style. It really speaks to them. And and that one of my good friends, Brandy, who you met the other night, that's her mm. favorite beer. Like, oh really? Ever, yeah. And I okay. so I always get her, there's they do like a barrel aged imperial version every Christmas, and I got her one last year for um, for Christmas, and nice. she she loved it. It was so good. Uh, <laughs> but but the um, that 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 beer in particular is is a uh, I think fantastic, but it is something that if you're not used to that style might kind of give you pause.
0: Well, I was, I was definitely ready for it. Cause I've had plenty of Belgian, Belgian strong ales, So like I knew what I was getting into and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty damn good. Especially considering like it's all your shit. Like yeah. <laughs> that's it's really awesome. of, I
1: think he he said two beers that they do that uses his local grown hops at his farm, yeah. which is, which is super cool. Um, And one of the other ones they did that I think we can uh, kind of end on this one was uh. The fresh tendrils which was their uh that was the ipa wasn't it it's their dank ipa so like if you've ever had a g13 or or from Sweetwater or any of those kind of things like where they he he actually didn't use the um
0: the tannins yeah the the, the
1: tannins the stuff that gives it that strong smell that the g13 has he uses the like whatever hop that is that gives it that so it it smelled and tasted way to me stronger than what the g13 does but it, it also wasn't as uh like in your face, potent, and it it actually tasted funkier than any of those. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I
0: really I really enjoyed that one. Um, let's yeah, that see. One was
1: great. We there, yeah. there were people there that were like, "What is,
0: is this legal?" I had to get high. Yeah, was it Amarillo? It might have been Amarillo. Or either a pie. I couldn't remember. I don't know
1: which the choppies he said it was that gave it that distinct and very strong dank smell.
0: Oh yeah, so, dude. Like if everybody in that restaurant like had one of those at the same time, like someone would walk in and be like, "Who's smoking who's the, the weed?" Y'all are smoking something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that was cool. And then, um, and then uh we also did a little bit of drinking. Speaking of river rat, I know that was like 10 minutes ago, but we, uh, we went and floated down the Saluda river, like a couple of river rats and drank a bunch of beer. And, uh, that Mm -hmm. was fun.
1: Yeah. That if you've never, if you've ever been to Columbia for any extended period of time, you've probably heard about this concept of floating the river, which is basically putting in, uh, I mean, I think they do
0: that like everywhere.
1: Right. But well, not, if you don't have a river in your city, you don't do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of coastal I'm, I'm,
1: from, I'm from Greenville, Spartanburg area, and I don't, I don't remember anyone ever doing like they do it down here. Nobody um, went up to North
0: Carolina and floated in the mountains.
1: I mean, maybe, maybe older people, but in high school, no, no, no one did that. Um, I did. I, I did that. Not, <laughs> not in the Upstate. We did. That's what I'm saying. Like in the Upstate, we did There was no concept of that. Yeah. So, it, anyway, you start at the top of this at the Saluda, and then you go down, and actually, you finish where it joins up with the. Um, the broad the, the broad that becomes the Congaree, I yeah. think.
0: yeah
1: yeah um and it's it's one of the craziest parts is you can feel when the when the broad joins the saluda because the saluda is off of i guess lake murray and yeah the water
0: inc- comes from the bottom of the dam and so it's so like it's, super it's, cold water it's
1: incredibly cold and then when you hit the broad it, it literally becomes like bath water for a second and it's such a weird like uh juxtaposition between the, the two The weirdest things.
0: thing about the whole thing is like so when you first get into the saluda like we put up up high and like mm. it, you get in and the water's like 60 degrees or something like that yes. and um it's super cold and you're like this sucks but because of this stupid south carolina heat by 15 <laughs> minutes in you're like 90, 50, god you're i'm like, in this 60 like,
1: degree water can it be any colder please i would love for it to be just a little bit colder and
0: then and then you get to the broad and you're like damn it this water's too hot <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but by the time you get to the bath water you're like please bring back the ice icy cold <laughs> stuff so I can cool down again. Because you it's just it, it's so hot. I mean, like we
0: I was we a layers at, layers of, I was a lot, yeah. SPF 50 all day, and would it be weird for me to take my shirt off and show the chest? I, a little weird. it'd be weird. Yeah, okay. Just know that there is a red lobster underneath this shirt that is like I can feel the heat rating off radiating off my skin. I'm like not sure right that now.
1: anyone needs to see any of that per se, but <laughs>
0: What you don't think the viewers want to see my like I mean, lobster skin?
1: L- listen, you can do if you want to make this uh uh seventeen restricted, and <laughs> or maybe start You could. This could be. This could. This could be the pre- the premiere of your OnlyFans.
0: <laughs> this could be the start of your OnlyFans. fans. dot slash gaming. If you if you <laughs> if you
1: want if you want exclusive content like this where people are taking their shirt off to show lobster skin, go to OnlyFans.com slash gaming and drinking. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God, that's a great – oh, man. Yeah, speaking, um, speaking of redneck stuff in the river and lobster uh-huh. skin, um, dude, back in the day when I was a kid, um, like I said, I grew up here in Lugoff, South Carolina. There's not a whole lot going on here. Um, no, one of my, favorite, one of my favorite pastimes was I would go down to the creek with my friends, yep. mm-hmm. which was a runoff creek. Mm-hmm. and catch crawfish and eat them. That's not where I thought this was going, but. Yeah,
1: there was a ton just a of crawfish. ass crawfish, like right out of the creek. No, no,
0: no, no, no. We would start a fire, and then we'd, we'd cook uh, them. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Out in the
1: woods, like a bunch of hillbillies. I got to tell you, I am from South Carolina, and I am not a big crawfish person. I love shrimp. I love lobster. I love a lot of the crustacean families out there, but I do not like crawfish. I love crawfish.
0: Reason. Send me to that crawfish festival, dude. I'm all about it. Like, give me a bucket with some Have crawfish you ever been in there? it. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. You go, and they give you just like a big, giant And it's giant just people like ripping styrofoam. into them, and, oh. it's,
1: and everyone's like all dirty because they've got the hot sauce and stuff all over their faces. Oh, and so I'm like, good. oh, this is not mm, – I don't want to be
0: here anymore. <laughs> if you're vegan – Not my place. You might want to change the channel. <laughs> I'm
1: not <laughs> – I'm not vegan, but I, I I can't get down with with the with the the mutilation of the crawfish. Like, cause they're all they, they're all like fully. It's not like shrimp where they they have the heads and stuff cut off. Like these are full on like you know. No, dude,
0: you got to suck the brains out.
1: <laughs> <It's>
0: so gross. <laughs> <laughs> what you got to do? It's crawfish. Oh god. Come on,
1: bro. What a ter- can- what a terrible terminology too. You got to suck the brains out. Got to suck the head. And, yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> still wiggling
0: too is that better you got to suck the head that's
1: again go to dot uh, onlyfans.com slash gaming and drinking if you want to see the head being sucked
0: crawfish skin and head sucking that's a different
1: channel it's <laughs> <laughs> our other that's our other launch that we're gonna to look forward to that later on in the year oh my we're launching God. a different ip
0: okay let's get into this dude all right so let's get all right <laughs> There's more to come with all that, but uh, let's, t- let's talk about some games.
1: <laughs> How far into it, we haven't talked about it. This is our longest uh, chit-chat.
0: I don't know, done, maybe, maybe. <clears throat> but we've got, um, there's, there's a lot to go through this week, man. There's like, a lot to go through. The news just won't quit. We can kind of rapid-fire
1: some of this stuff, I feel like, because it, this has been out in the world for, a, a, like, a week and a half. Yeah, now, we're – we're
0: dude, this got announced literally the day after we recorded our right, last Right, of one. course it did. Um, um, the Switch so, OLED model uh, is coming. We got a Switch OLED model coming. And, mm-hmm. um, like, when they first announced it, I was like, ooh, that sounds awesome. Can't wait. But then, like, the more that I read into it and the more that, like, I see it, the more I'm like, this kind of is – like just there's nothing to it except for the oled bigger screen that's it's that's it.
1: literally what it is the internals are exactly the same <clears throat> i will say that the bigger screen along with the oled makes me curious about it in a way that i wouldn't be because i do play mine handheld a lot um mm-hmm. but without the internals being upgraded at all i still feel like there's something to the rumors earlier in the year that they're going to do some kind of 4k application some kind of like you know uh upgrade to make it to where games run better smoother 60 frames something like that like that was definitely the rumor leading up to this stuff so the fact that it's just the oled screen makes me think there's going to be a revision further down the road
0: maybe when they i think that this might be kind of like a baton pass in between like just to just a kind of a carryover while this Crazy like chip shortages. The chip going shortage,
1: on. right? Exactly. Which makes so, me not like- want to jump into it because I feel like they're going to do an OLED model with a 4K capabilities,
0: like maybe next in 2022. You yeah, know? Because, but there are because- there. I will say there is one other thing to be excited about with this thing. Oh kickstand the kickstand yes 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 dude yes th- so i've literally i've broken my kickstand
1: off of my switch i've broken two of them i got one, i broke the original one of course because it was a piece of shit and then I i've bought, still got
0: I, my first switch and i broke it off but i was able to snap it back in
1: well yeah yeah that's what i mean mine eventually i lost it because it kept falling off and then i bought one of the you can buy a replacement one from like amazon that's metal and like sticks in really nicely and i mm. still because i like to like try to if i'm laying in bed or, or have it like propped up somewhere i want to put it like somewhere where i can keep it you know level why don't you just keep the joy cons on it and play it because my hands start to hurt after a while if i'm laying in bed i'm tired you know (laughs) oh somebody get travis
0: no what you do is you set it on a pillow you set the whole thing on a pillow
1: no i've done it so then i'll take the joy cons off but to see if i had a kickstand i wouldn't have to set it on a pillow i could just set it down Mm -hmm. if i had Mm -hmm. a kickstand that worked and then if you look at this new models kickstand you're like how did they not think of that the first fucking time like why did you not (laughs) lead with that because it makes so much more they sense they should this, call
0: this it, they should call this the, the Nintendo Switch Kickstand did, model
1: <laughs> Is that OLED I thought you were going to say they should call this the Nintendo Switch why didn't you think of this the first fucking time model? because <laughs> that also could be the name of it yeah. also there's there's the the wired land port um, Yeah. which, which does seems like a no fucking brainer to me but duh. it, it yeah. it's just it, it it seems like they but I will say this it seems like they took a lot of the criticism of the original switch and they said what can we improve without spending way too much money to make it like a second or any money? <laughs> <laughs> how, can we, how can we not How we well, charge an fifty screen, more dollars without an OLED screen? I will say, an OLED screen is not cheap. Like OLED, but are, dude, are,
0: every every factory now is only making OLED screens. I bet the LCDs true. are more expensive at this point than OLED. It's like a C, it's like DVD CRT stuff. Exactly. <laughs> it's like CR,
1: you can't you can't buy They're, it. Uh, it's outdated. LCDs. It's outdated it is, technology. Well, you're right. You're and right. So right. Like,
0: that stuff's getting cheaper and cheaper. And so they're just kind of like bracing for the future with that. Like (laughs) there's it's like they, they they're charging $50 more for something that they are probably not spending a, a dime. And
1: and also probably making, they're probably, this probably costs as much or less than the, the model they're selling currently because of the pricing and shortages have caused them to have to like, you know, work around things in a different way. The, What I've heard is that the, like you're saying, the LCD model is probably more expensive to manufacture than this OLED model, simply because of, of how prevalent OLEDs are these days. So I imagine that they probably don't have to charge that extra 50 bucks that they're just going to do it because they're Nintendo and they know they can get away with it.
0: Yeah. But I, like, I
1: honestly think that if I, if I bought this in like October, whenever it launches, I feel confident that by the time E3 next year rolls around, they're going to announce something else and i would be so pissed so i think i'm not going to i think i'm not going to get it
0: i'm get, i'm probably going to get it you're probably going to get it i i bought dude i um so somebody actually stole the first switch that i bought
1: i remember that yeah and
0: then i and then i had to buy another one just like and i did it like the next day i was like well guess i got to buy another switch and went and bought another switch the next day and i feel like this is kind of a similar thing where it's like well guess I got to buy another switch. Cause like I, I do. So the, uh, so a little bit about OLEDs, if, if you don't know, um, mm-hmm. basically the way LCDs work is there's a backlight that illuminates the entire screen. And that's mm-hmm. why whenever you have a, a black screen on a switch or on an LCD TV, it doesn't look pitch black. It looks kind of like a really dark gray. Mm-hmm. And so having an OLED Model basically every single pixel is self-illuminated, and so right. if you have like a black section of the screen, there's going to be no backlight there, causing any kind of like spillover of light or or any kind of like it's, gray tones.
1: It's, it's the thing that that high def has been chasing since its inception, which is the blackest blacks and the brightest.
0: Yeah, lights. so that's I mean that is cool. Like I yes, it is. I cool. I would love to see what Breath of the Wild looks like on. Well, that. you've seen
1: it because if you've ever played docked you've seen what it looks like that you would just be able to see it in handheld mode i don't like, have an oled it, tv but you have i mean i assume that your tv does hdr and stuff like that it so does but oled
0: h oled is so much better like even it is yeah like, no doubt no doubt
1: I, but i'm just I think saying there like, will
0: be a visible difference between oled and even something with hdr that's not oled
1: yeah i can see that but i i still wonder i i do think it especially in handheld mode like if you put the old switch and the new and the OLED model right beside each other in handheld mode, it, it would be night and day. I honestly feel that. But I think if you were to compare like what it is on like say my H D T V with HDR, it's not an OLED, but it's a really nice L C D.
0: Well it doesn't like, have HDR pass through on it. Like it there's no HDR coming n- from the no, Switch. But-
1: but since it has HDR capabilities, it is it is blacker. Like its its blacks are going to be blacker than like a regular LCD with non HDR capabilities because that's just how dark that screen can get. So if you're, it's not going to be quite an OLED, but it's still better than most other LCD screens because it supports yeah. that capability. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I don't think you would see as much of a difference between the two. But if you're if, again, if you're comparing them side by side, I think you'd see a ton of difference. And
0: I, I played, dude, I played uh, Zelda almost entirely in handheld mode and so like that's crazy
1: to me that's crazy
0: (laughs) so um yeah to to be able to play something like that on something that's got like an oled pixel illuminated picture i think that would look awesome and also one other thing about oled is that i know they didn't mention any kind of it's the same bad like we said the same internals completely but like because it is individually illuminated pixels if you're playing like a darker game then those pixels that aren't illuminated are going to be taking up less battery power than having your whole screen backlit all the time. So mm-hmm. I think you might actually just passively get some kind of like battery boost if just from. Well, that. it's
1: it's going to be using the internals from. So there was a newer version of the Switch released like a year and a half ago, two years yeah. ago, that had better battery life all, already, and so you're going to get that.
0: Yeah, you're going to get that well. boost.
1: So, and then what you're saying with the LC or the the OLED improvement, you might actually get another battery bump. Yeah, it's going to be
0: a little one, but I think it might but be everything, noticeable. Look,
1: when I play my Switch in handheld mode for an extended period of time and it dies or it's about to die on me after like a couple of hours of play, like it, it is very annoying. So <laughs> any kind of any kind of like boost in battery life would be a welcome thing to me. But again, I don't think that that's enough for me specifically. Like, and, and, if, and if I didn't think the new Switch was coming or like a new – revision of switch one if it was going to be switch two like in three years from now i would probably buy this but i still believe that there's going to be some kind of upgrade in the next year or so for the the, the current like yeah. switch one so I yeah just, they're, like, they're it's like it's like it's like the DSI. remember when the so the DS had like six models. And, Dude, that's and what had.
0: Nintendo does. Yeah, like think about it with the DS and the 3DS and then like the... the that's what I meant, the 3DS. The, yeah, and so the 3 ds 3Di- XL, then the new 3 ds XL. Like it's, yeah. and, and then the 2DS XL. Yeah, so it's all... And like that's basically the 2DS is the Switch Lite of the DS models.
1: So I think that... Yes, exactly. And I think that this one is the uh, 3DS XL, which is the yeah. version I bought. Yeah. I didn't buy a 3DS until the XL came out, and I loved it.
0: Yeah, um, I've got the I've got the baseline 3ds, and I've all I've dude I've been looking at new 3ds XLs on eBay and on Amazon for yeah. like the last like three years, and I just haven't pulled the trigger, but I really want one.
1: I still have the regular 3ds XL, and I love it. I don't know that, but this would be like me waiting on the the new 3ds XL is what I'm looking for for the Switch, like the next Switch revision, which is like a bump in power, better battery life, and and 4K capabilities. Like I think that they'll get there eventually i i fully believe they'll get there at some point but if it's 2022 or 2023 at some point you're going to be ramping up for the whatever switch to is so maybe it isn't even going to be worth it by the time they actually get around to doing it when the chip shortage isn't a thing anymore
0: yeah i wonder dude do you know what is actually causing that chip shortage because i have no idea
1: it was when um the plant the like the manufacturing plants in china shut down during COVID. Uh, so they weren't able to keep making processors so now because of the backlog of you know however long the factories shut down i don't know how long they were shut down but however long that was or or like had decreased staff for a little while you know like all that kind of thing they just haven't been able to ramp up production in a way that that is satisfying all the needs and also you got to think about how many like not just we heard about switches and, and playstations and all that like during covid all of the sales of like personal electronics went up a ton because people knew they were going to be stuck inside for a long time. So they started buying stuff like that. So Your manufacturing phones, went they, down,
0: demand went up and now we're just yep. in this shit storm yep. afterwards. Yep. And I, okay. I,
1: we'll, we'll get back to it, you know, eventually like everything tapers out given enough time. But um, right now I, we're just, I think we're, we're probably, of, I,
0: dude, I think we're several years away from it being back to normal with that. I think we're,
1: a year away from it or or so I think because what I think is going to end up happening is that people are going to, uh, buy older stuff. So like the people that want, like people are impatient. So if you wanted like a, say a switch or something, you're going to, when the OLED model comes out, you're going to go buy an old switch that you can get for cheap from GameStop or something like that. Or you're going to buy an iPhone that you, that like an iPhone 11 instead of like the brand new iPhone that's coming out. If it's really hard to find. And you've seen this now with PlayStation fours, PlayStation 4s are impossible to find right now. I don't know if you knew this or not, but nope. yeah, PlayStation 4s are like really, really hard to find right now because everyone wants to play, they, people want to play games and there's not really a lot of PS5 exclusives. So people are hearing about games and stuff that have maybe... Dude, died. if you
0: haven't played a PS... All right, I know that our audience, for the most part, probably has a PS4, but if you don't have a PS4 and you have not played a PS4 and you can find a PS4, get yourself a PS4. Yeah, Just do Especially, yourself
1: that favor. And and that's also causing the price of PS4s to go up, which is... It's crazy. I mean, th- th- <laughs> we live in a really weird time right now. Like, the it's, world it's sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I hope that by the time Christmas comes around, you know, when people are trying to buy stuff for their kids their, their and stuff, that you can buy just like go into a store and buy a PS4 or, or even a PS5. But I, I highly doubt that's going to be the case. Yeah. And then the, the other thing that sucks about this is that this OLED model is probably going to cause another... Like fake scarcity, like we have with the PS5. And
0: well, Nintendo is notorious for yeah. doing that. They have literally just like not shipped out warehouses before and just let the people go crazy. Yeah, they've they that's a fact. They have done that, and it caused. They're just a notoriously bad about fake scarcity. Um, like there was one thing. Actually, this is this is a totally. I mean, it's still Nintendo. Uh, last year, or no, was the 20, 30th anniversary for Mario this year? That was...
1: It was this year. <laughs> or it was, it was 2020. Okay. Which is not this yeah, year. But- yeah, so it was
0: 2020. So, <laughs> yes. um, whenever they... last year, but it feels like this year. I've bought like every Mario game ever, pretty much. And um, whenever that 35th anniversary came out, there was a pin set. There was like an enamel pin set that like, if you went to mario35.com and did like these challenges... It was like, you can get this, you can get this pin set and I did it, but I didn't claim the pins for like a week. And then I went back and tried to claim them and they were like, Oh, sorry. They're all gone in, in like the span of a week. And I was like, what the heck is that? Like, you gotta be kidding me. You there? <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if you were going to do anything else after that. Like, no, no. It's, it's just,
0: like, it's just that's the kind of crap they do, man. It's like they did this huge announcement and was like, Hey, go get your pin set. And then, like, one week later, I couldn't get the pin set. And, I, and I've and i literally bought every <laughs> Mario game that's ever existed and celebrated They're, this event.
1: They do those kinds of dumb, like, like you said, they they manufacture scarcity and things like that, but they do these dumb, like, contests, like what you're talking about with the pins and stuff. Where to the point where like Wario 64 is tweeting about it and being like, all right, if you need these pins, you gotta do this and this tonight to do this, and like before they all run out before you can't get them anymore. And it's like, why do that when you could just like release it the regular way? Or yeah, or like it's
0: an enamel pin set, dude. They could make so many of
1: those. Or like why why not let Mario 35th anniversary just be available to buy forever?
0: Yeah. I am or, I am I am the guy that bought two copies of that by
1: You me. are that and you're part of the problem. So <laughs> but here's the other thing about that is that that collection was not very good. The games are great, but the the like actual remastering of them was pretty bad. There wasn't so a remastering. They need to pull that, do it right, and then re-release it. That's a release in perpetuity, which is like you can buy this at any time, you know. Um I hope that's I what think they the, do. I think
0: they'll release those games individually as remasters and probably charge the same amount of money that they charge. It'd be for twenty, it'd be 20 all a piece. Th- No, they would charge the full amount. For no every way. single forty dollars, forty dollars, I think, for each one. God, that would be so, That'd be very Nintendo, but
1: also very stupid. Because um, I ain't paying forty dollars for Mario Sunshine. I don't give it. I don't give a, a Good <laughs> gosh darn! I'm not paying that much for Mario. <laughs> a Sunshine. good gosh
0: darn! <laughs> about none of the Mario uh, sunshines.
1: Don't give me that sh- that sh-
0: that up Oh, one All last right. th- one last thing about the new Switch. Uh huh. All right, I know the OLED's not doing it for you. Uh, I know the kickstand isn't doing it for you. What about the fact that it's white?
1: Uh, as somebody who owns a PS5 and a white controller, I can tell you that that sucks. <laughs> it's dirty too easy. It's, it was not just, it gets dirty, it gets dusty. Um, there's a reason why white hasn't been the default since 2005 when the Xbox 360 released literally every other con- console that Xbox and Sony has done since that 2005 release has been black or some darker shade. Like nobody does white consoles anymore, and there's a reason for that because they get dusty and dirty in a way that is very noticeable. Uh, even if you clean them a bunch, it's just it's hard to like but you, that if you get a scratch dock, on it. White dock I nice. think it looks. I think it looks very nice. I'm not gonna say. I think the PS5 looks nice,
0: but I, I wish it were black. No, the, the PS5 looks like trash. I don't think that's true at all. But Dude, it, <laughs> it looks like a never mind.
1: A space router. <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll i can see that. why people i can see people's
1: <laughs> criticism i think it looks cool because i think it looks different and not like you know every other thing that's been released for the past 15 years but um i i do think this i think the oled model looks good and i think the the new joy cons look good but guess what they're still the same old joy cons and the joy con is a terrible terrible controller um
0: and I, Ooh, I yeah shots fired but they're valid <laughs> i mean they, it's they, it is like i, I if i can play i have joy-con with, drift i bought like three sets of joy-cons and i get joy-con I drift two. on every single I've one only, of them i've only got one one of them has joy-con drift my other ones do
1: not but like it, i if i can play i can't play like platformer side scrollers with in, in like um handheld mode because the, the D-pad is, is just the worst thing it's not even a D it's for Oh you buttons. don't
0: okay you use the D-pad for all side scrollers? Yeah I'm I'm a real gamer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're just using the joystick. No. For no for side for a side scrolling no. platformer. Wait, do you play do you play fighting games with, with the D pad with the No, uh, no, heck no. This is the no. same thing
0: no no it's not because the inputs the inputs on a on a on a fighting game have to be much more accurate than on than like left and right on a on a stick
1: than dead cells yeah no dude dead cells is one of cells
0: is dead cells is the right thumb more combat is the left thumb
1: no, I'm talking about the. No, I'm talking about movements on your left thumb.
0: I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like the demanding part of dead cells comes from like the combat. No, it's
1: the movement, like you're you're constantly dodging and rolling and, and like moving, jumping up left and, down. and right,
0: left and right. That's it, though. And like with no. a D, with a D pad, you got to like move all the way across. You got to move all the way across with a stick. You just no, flick, you're, flick, flick, you're, flick, flick.
1: Your thumb flick. covers up the entirety of the D pad. You just press over, and up. Like you're not you're not like moving all the way around like this. You're a psycho.
0: I, you're a psycho. No,
1: I literally I think most of the people that played side scrollers are gonna be like, Yes, you use a D pad for Dude, I've play
0: I, I guarantee you I play more side scrollers than you. What? Yeah. Do you, you, you see my shirt? Do you see my shirt? I mean, come Dude, on. You were telling me how you don't even like platformers.
1: I don't like platformers, but I play basically every Metroidvania known to man. And there's a lot more – there's more 3D platformers released today than there are side-scrolling platformers. That's there's way more, true. There's way more that's of these wrong. types of games released. That's wrong. Like, would you – but see, you're talking – something like Celeste, you would or, say is a, is, is a platformer, but I would call yes. it a Metroidvania.
0: It, it's both.
1: Well, I, that's what I mean is that I, I do play a lot of those games. I'm not going to play
0: – Did I, you play I, Celeste? I, yeah. Okay.
1: I didn't like it, but I did play it. Oh, whoa. It's, it's not my type of game. Uh, but, Probably because like, you're
0: trying to play with the fucking deep.
1: <laughs> that's not. So, but see, here's name name of pure side-scrolling platformer released lately. I can't think of a single one that isn't like a Metroidvania or something like that. Ori. That's a Metroid. That is 100% Metroidvania. <laughs> Metroidvania. 100%. That's literally the definition of a Metroidvania.
0: I, I, but it is a platformer.
1: It is a yes, platformer. In the, in the same way that, that most of these types of games are. And I guess what? When I play that on my PC, I'm using the D-pad on the PS4 controller.
0: I thought you were about to say you're using Wazd and I was about to reach through the no, computer I and I, strangle if you. If it's a
1: console-style game on the PC, I'm definitely using a controller. I do not. I don't like mouse and keyboard controls. Good
0: man. Controls. Good man. All right, we'll save this gentleman's duel for another time. I, I could bust out the white glove right now. <laughs> All right, so that's enough about the Switch. Um... What other – actually, let's take a quick break because I need another beer. What do you say? That sounds good. All right. And we'll, take, not, we'll knock out the state of play
1: stuff and, and yeah, uh, there, the, there was, the rest of the
0: news. and, 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 and Yeah, we'll get through this and, for show sure, for show. Sure. All right. We'll be right back with more Booze and Games. Ooh. Perfect. back. Welcome back, everybody, to the Gaming and Drinking Cast with your hosts, Travis Casey, and me, Adam Gogan. We should we should probably
1: start with our names. From uh, we we forgot to do that at the beginning of this episode. We
0: we do that every week. I feel like. yeah. I know we
1: always forget. To, we forget <laughs> to start with it. We assume that everybody knows us really well. No one. Like we know no ourselves. one
0: knows us. No one knows us. Yeah, my name's Adam. Um, by the way, nice to meet you guys. Ooh. Yeah, and I'm
1: I'm Travis. And the douche.
0: Oh, switching it up. Um, doo, doo, so doo, doo,
1: doo. You're drinking the same thing again.
0: Yes, I Miami am. Miami Nights. Maximum Florida by Westbrook. It is a <laughs> Imperial Berlin Revised with Dragon Fruit, Patch, fruit Mango, Pineapple, Pink, Guava, Keelum, Tangerine, of Marshmallows, and Milk Sugar. I love Milk Sugar. Now coming to the next, <laughs> coming to the stage next, brandy (laughs) it's got to be
1: brandy it's got to be like
0: candy Candy. there you go candy lane
1: (laughs) candy cane
0: whoa Um, here's candy cane
1: (laughs) (laughs) i am drinking a new dragon or new dragon new holland dragon's
0: milk oh lord
1: which is a barrel-aged stout it is delicious
0: it's like 13 percent too it's
1: 11 percent um it's only 12 ounces though so it's not gonna hurt me um this beer is great it's another national brand for us and uh it's it 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 is dragon's milk they've been doing it forever they've been a craft brewery for since before craft breweries were a thing and uh they're still going strong so if you More like
0: power to them
1: if you like barrel aged stuff they were one of the first ones to do it um and they've been doing it for a long long time and it's very very good
0: yeah dragon's milk get, is very popular
1: and you can get this in grocery stores somehow. This is this sells incredibly well during the summertime, which blows my mind. But here I, I have one, so I guess it's not that big of a surprise.
0: Yeah, I kinda don't like hold fast to the whole like you don't drink dark beers in the summer, you don't drink light beers in the winter. It's more than, like I think
1: it's I think it's more that especially in like Columbia heat, the last thing you want is like a big, thick stout. You oh, know, you wow. want something fruity and sugary. I
0: always like it thick.
1: hmm
0: when it, especially when it's <laughs> going down your throat oh
1: yeah nice and thick i like how you turned into macho man randy savage when you said that too Thick. <laughs> yeah brother give it to me thick
0: no but like i kind of see it as like a you know like an alcoholic version of don't wear white after labor day
1: yeah it's more of a guideline than a rule but yeah i think there is something logical about that thinking i don't subscribe if i wanted to dr- I, I do drink south clearly in the summertime but and porters but but i think that i understand the the the, the idea behind it because i was out at Wico the other day which is um a beer garden in west columbia and it was so hot we, it, they only have out, uh, outdoor seating and even mm-hmm. though it was shaded and there was an awning it was so hot outside and the la- I, I kept going in and i was like mm, these stouts look good but i'm gonna go get another sour because it is just it is too hot outside for something like that yeah but if you're, yeah, if you're it inside in air air conditioning, it, it's, it's fine. So. Yeah.
0: I know okay. what you saying. Yeah, dog. All right. So, um before we left, we talked about the Switch and um how like it's it's cool. Um, <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> but now it is uh, a thing. just just quickly, you know, um uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of a little bit more news that came out this week about the Sony State of Play happened. Um it mostly focused on death loop which you know uh, apparently people had not seen enough of yet so they were like we need to have a whole state of play about this game um but then was there was about also a sp- third
1: of the state of play but it, it was it did feel a little redundant after they took yeah like 10 15 minutes in the e3 presentation to show death loop yeah um it, cool was game though. Weird that they, it looks great i am very excited i will definitely play that i will buy that game i don't think we needed 15 minutes of it at this uh state of play
0: yeah it looks fun I, th- but dude there's there's a couple other games from that state of play that i'm like super stoked for that i wish they would have shown a little more love to yeah um for instance we had uh if you're a psvr lover like me uh they showed some more of that Mo- that their moss book two moss and book that was two. was that when they, they announced the name there right I book th- two they
1: might have announced the name um but we knew that there was another moss coming for but sure. i
0: don't think they announced the name book two yet i think they just announced the name book two what an exciting announcement yeah moss yeah, book, book two. two that's a great name that's a great name because like you know yeah, it's, it all, like yeah, a it's book. all about the, and, book, again. It's the story and the hero and all. Yeah. i wasn't
1: the I, I liked moss just fine i didn't like it as much as astrobot or some of the other vr games
0: but and i never I enjoyed it Moss. it's a it is a very heartfelt adventure
1: it's a very good looking cool game too um, yes but something about the like diorama style controls just never clicked with me the way that like astrobot did mm-hmm. astrobot to me felt like mario 64 as a playstation game and and like because if like, you remember the first time you played mario 64 and it was like this mind-blowing thing where you're like panning the camera around and like Mm -hmm. you're able to to look in every direction and with like with astrobot
0: you remember that noise whenever you'd press the c
1: button yeah you couldn't (laughs) like who would come down and be like don't do that yeah um but like astrobot felt like a very new experience you know like it, it was like you could like peek around corner, like you turn your camera, your head in a certain way, your, your head, because that's your head's the camera, and yeah. you like would peek around corners and stuff and see things like secrets and stuff. It just felt like a super cool thing. And yeah. Moss had a little bit of that, but it wasn't as fun to me. Like no, Astrobot I think was the pure stor-
0: fun. The, yeah, Astrobot was pure fun. Moss was more of a story, mm-hmm. which I I do um, I enjoy a good story, and it was like I said, it was super heartfelt and earnest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really dug the characters in Moss. I, I I connected on a level with those characters that I definitely didn't with AstroBot. Right. Um. But oh, the yeah, gameplay, sure. the mechanics of AstroBot, like you can't beat them. But right. Exactly. Like, yeah. So I'm super stoked for Moss book too. What else do we? What else was there? Um, so
1: for me, the big one was Jet the Far Shore, which is uh, the new Super Brothers game. If you ever played Sword and Sorcery, or I can't remember the other game they did, but they 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 did Sword and Sorcery on the iPhone. A long time ago and that game like basically was fun. changed how i thought about games on a phone could be like it was just so the music was incredible the the gameplay the gameplay was like a you know primitive side scrolling type thing but the artwork is amazing and like they've got that same type of style but done with a bigger budget with sony's money behind it um mm-hmm. and this game and it looks the gameplay i don't know if you watch any of the gameplay stuff but it looks awesome. Uh, i'm actually i'm actually
0: oh yeah this one dude it reminded me some of that like first beginning gameplay what was the game that came out last year where like um all the movement was done with like an arrow that you shot at like the little nodes like you would run around the field and
1: that's not out yet that that i think what you're talking about is the new um the new uh the heart machine game the guys who did uh
0: no, it definitely uh, was out. It was out last year. It was um, cause Ben Pack played it a lot on Giant Bomb. Oh, hmm. um, I don't know what you're about. Oh well, but yeah, it there, uh, very fast, uh, fast-paced gameplay. Um yeah. it looks a
1: little bit like um, below or one of those like top-down, you know, games from from like uh. The combat perspective it looks a little bit of, of that kind of thing. Um, but I just yeah. love the art style,
0: yeah. The art style is fun. Um, honestly, I like the minimalist design, I know we've talked yeah. about that before. Um, kind of the just the like color palette and stuff kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, gosh dang it, what was the game where <laughs> what was Same the game? game? Nope. The game where uh it, it won like all sorts of awards and it was like you go in solo but then you meet up with another player, but you don't know you're met up with another player. Oh journey. Journey, yeah. Yeah.
1: It the does co- it does it definitely has some journey uh vibes to it. Getting
0: sure. some getting some journey vibes on some of that like far perspective stuff in like the minimalist uh environments. That's why um, I think it
1: reminds me of below a little bit because of the way the camera pulls out and, and yeah. stuff like that.
0: What's um, that game? <laughs> That's gonna be a thought about you ever been in any what's of them chat rooms. What?
1: What's no. the deal with chat roulette?
0: <laughs> I, I was making an Alp of our cold audience I was
1: making an reference. I was making a cal Gogan reference. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god.
1: Um so the one of the other games that looks really cool is uh Sifu. That they showed, and that's kind of like a martial arts. (laughs) Good
0: segue. Good segue. (laughs) We're going to get away from chat roulette. (laughs) Nixon Uh, was in the White House, Reagan was president, and Ford was (laughs) running this country into the ground.
1: Wait, what? All three of them? Dude, (laughs)
0: you've got to watch watch Out Cold.
1: I've seen Out Cold, like, twice when I was in, like, early, early college. One of my favorite comedies. I always that opening scene where they spin the car around and the guy wakes up <laughs> cracks
0: me up every single <laughs> Zach, time. It's Zach Galifianakis.
1: Yeah, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's so good. And David Ketch, dude, David Ketchner is so good in that movie. I don't even know who that is. Oh man, he's he's the dude from Anchorman, uh, uh, the the sports guy. Oh, oh
1: yeah, champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah champ. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, that's that that's who I'm. Name. That's yeah, David Ketchner. Um, I actually saw him in college do some stand up.
1: Oh, I do. I remember when you. I remember when you saw that. I remember yeah. you telling me about that. That's fun.
0: Yep. Anyways, yeah. So, Sifu. <laughs> Let's go to Sifu. Uh, uh, what do you think about that? There, Sifu. It
1: looks awesome. It looks uh, very combat heavy. Um, I love a good martial arts game. There hasn't been a whole lot of them to choose from lately. There was that Absolver, but I never clicked with that. It was way too. Systems heavy for me, but I like Jade Empire is one of my absolute favorite games. I hope that they re release that game one time sometime. Um,
0: never played Jade Empire. Oh, it's so
1: fucking good. Ah, oh, it's so the combat is incredible, and it also has like a Bioware story on top of it. it it's just such a great game. It's probably uh, what people would call problematic now because of the like Asian stereotypes and stuff, because it's made by a bunch of white Dude, guys in America. But
0: I'll be honest, I'm looking at this seafood right now, and you know what it kind of reminds me of is Sleeping Dogs uh uh-huh. like sleeping also dogs love, i
1: love sleeping dogs that's I a great sleeping. game i platinum that game i loved it so much Wait, I think, wasn't, it, comp- wasn't
0: it wasn't only on xbox
1: no I, I have i have it on ps4 <laughs> oh
0: i thought it was only on xbox i they played it on
1: xbox they did it a definitive definitive edition
0: on. oh PS4. yeah that's right well, yeah. yeah, that was way after it first came out, though. I oh yeah,
1: yeah. I, I didn't. I I think I played it on
0: Xbox too.
1: I think I replayed it on PS4 and Platinum. Definitely. Such
0: an awesome game, though. But dude, the, yeah, this that, seafood looks sick. The, I love Hong Kong action movies. So same. Uh, the
1: the the way the con- it's just like in Sleeping Dogs with the way that if you can make a game look cinematic in the way that a Hong Kong action movie does, then you've got me hook, line, and sinker. Like I'm there from day one.
0: Fun fact: Me and Travis both took a Hong Kong cinema course in college. Wait,
1: you took that class too? Yeah. We've talked that. about this before. You had Steimer? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I loved that class. It was so good. So yes. much Jackie Chan, dude. A lot of Jackie Chan. A lot of stuff that 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 that, that I had already seen before, but getting able mm-hmm. to talk about it was, like, really cool. And a lot of Donnie Yen. A lot of Donnie Yen. Um, yeah yeah that that class is great and a lot of stuff that i'd never even thought of like a lot of early hong kong cinema and um, and stuff like that um yeah i didn't know you took that that's great
0: dude what we if, have if, literally if, had that conversation were we drunk probably
1: yeah that's fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> are we do are, were we drunk like if you're if you ask me and travis like when we're hanging out were we drunk it's like there's like a 60 percent chance that yeah, unless because yeah. because if we're in person
1: we're probably drunk if we're on the phone <laughs> we're probably not drunk yeah exactly um That's yes. So like, yeah, I love that style of filmmaking. And I wish that more games you'd see some of that influence in some games these days, but not as much. You would think like after sleeping dogs that people would just rip off that combat system because it was so good, Mm -hmm. Uh, but no one really has. And then, like I said, like absolver was doing some cool things, but it was like, it was one of those games where you made a combo, like you would make a combo and then like make a shortcut for it on your you know, you you would like p- take the inputs. You would have to like edit the inputs.
0: Yeah, you you create your own combo had. and kind of like code it out to where, like, if you press square, it does this combo or whatever. Right,
1: and it, it just became so systems heavy, and I just was not looking for that. Like, give me like the sleeping dogs style, or or like even like a machete. Super blade, quick like punches,
0: that. super quick kicks. Uh, yeah. Really, just makes you feel like a like a bat- Hong Kong
1: the- badass. What was that John Woo um, Chow Yun Fat game? From the 360 game? Yeah. I no uh, Stranglehold. Do you remember that? No. It was, so it was very John Woo uh, inspired. It like, to the point where you would like, there would be like trolley carts, like laying at, at, like in the middle of like an arena and you would like slide on them and pull out two pistols, <laughs> and then you would go to slow-mo and you would shoot across the map. It wasn't a great game, nice. but it had very cool like concepts and stuff. Good references. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh but this was and it, it was i think it was actually called john woo's stranglehold so um okay it was it, okay. it, it was a good concept and and i love Chow Yun fat so it was it was cool to see him in a video game but um didn't, okay. didn't quite have the impact that like sleeping dogs was a better version of that kind of game that
0: yeah. they' were trying to do anyway Man, uh, gosh they should do more sleeping dogs didn't i think i think the sleeping. rights i think the the reason i think it's like some rights situation like i, I don't think it was holder. very successful I, I think it became money. more of a cult hit afterwards. Yeah, it definitely
1: became a cult hit for sure. But I don't know if that would be enough to make a publisher take another risk on it. Because oh, so I think they spent, they spent a lot of money on, like, really good Chinese actors, to to do all that stuff. So,
0: yeah. All right. So, so, so yeah, seafood, seafood looks awesome. You know, for people like us that want more sleeping dogs, I think that's a game to, to definitely yes, take a look sure. at. Um, Lost Judgment. Speaking of, like, awesome, like, Asian fighting in yes. video games, uh, Next amazing. Judgment's coming out.
1: Uh, Lost Judgment looks incredible. If you watch that trailer, it is awesome. That makes I never played the original. Um, I'm definitely going to go back and play it after I finish Like a Dragon. Um, but I did read some depressing news today, though, that goes along with this: that the series is going to end now because the uh, I, there's it, it's weird. So if you don't know anything about how Japanese talent studios work, uh, they basically own their actors and their performers, and the mm-hmm. talent agency that owns uh, the the lead, a- the lead actor in ju- Judgment and Lost Judgment is an incredibly popular Japanese actor I don't remember his name off the top of my head uh, it's like Tefusei or something like that And but he's very very popular and mm-hmm. getting him in, in Judgment was like a huge coup for Sega and they these games have been very successful in Japan and successful in the West so they've been trying to find ways to make more money off of it and one of the things that they wanted to do was take it to Steam and apparently, the talent agency does not want these games to be released on Steam. So, they're going to break the okay, contract.
0: Okay, so couldn't they... I mean, because this is video games, and like, I feel like it would be a break in continuity a little bit, but couldn't they... 100%. Feasibly they, they, get another actor, and just right a new character model. So, one of the reasons these go. games are so popular is because
1: of that actor. Um, uh, like he, when I say that he's popular, like, he is... He's like, a, like, a, yeah. like, he's
0: like it would be like it would be like if you're replacing
1: uh... iron if somebody was like oh we're just going to replace robert downey jr as iron man
0: uh, that that okay. that
1: it's kind of like that situation um where to the point where they know that he's that popular and they can do this kind of shit and be like we're not going to let him be in the next one if you're going to release it on steam um which is crazy to me like wouldn't you want to make the most money that you can for your the the thing that you're after is in? i
0: wonder if it like this is totally me talking out of my ass um, But I wonder if it would have anything to do with the fact that games on Steam get modded to hell. It's
1: one hundred. Uh, Jeff Grubb said that it's like th- they could put him in like all kinds of compromising yeah, positions. Exactly. And, they could do know, things with like that, that
0: actor that like you don't want you to be he done he to he that wants, actor. Right. That, if that, you're that, the talent that is, agency,
1: that's probably the bigger concern. But like,
0: still, yeah, that sucks, dude. Uh, oh well. Uh, but, this,
1: but regardless, this game will be released and will be. But you know um, what they're gonna available.
0: do? They're just gonna like, boom! Here's another story in the Yakuza universe. That's right. all I gotta which, do. Which, which like, is what
1: Judgment is already. So they can yeah. Just so they can just else.
0: that universe is so broad and vast that they could literally do whatever they want and it, and right. like it would sell and it would be awesome. And so, and, and honestly,
1: like uh, Kiryu or uh, not Kiryu, uh, I think Kazuma from the new Life of Dragon series is. Such a he's not a famous actor, but he's like such a popular character now because he's, so he's earnest great and, and good yeah. that um <laughs> that you can, that's
0: one way to say <laughs> he is though, like he's
1: very earnest, <laughs> like he's very uh he's very like hard on his sleeve, uh emotional. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, the yeah. opposite of Kiryu from the original games. Like True. Kiryu is like a stoic badass who's awesome too in a different way, but like I
0: kind of look at him as uh <laughs> gosh. What's oh my god, who the hell? Oh, like like a Japanese Shatner.
1: That <laughs> might be a little, might be a little <laughs> I can see why you'd say that.
0: Oh, God, no. Those
1: games are great. And, and it doesn't, honestly, they could call it something else. They could do something different with a different guy. These games will always be available for us to play. Like, they're not going to go away. So, uh, if they decide to spin it off into something else, I think that's fine. These games sell because they're part of the Yakuza series, not because they're. Uh, i mean it's probably a combination of this this actor and that but like these games sell because they're part of that universe that people like so yeah if you, if you spin it off into something else they're still going to be successful
0: that it, all right so here's a better metaphor it would be like um making a death stranding two and being like no more norman Reedus. right <laughs> like just replace him with yeah. somebody else right and which you could definitely with do. coral Coral now. I play that game. Is he going
1: to have his little hat on? Oh yeah. Cor- Nothing else.
0: Coral. <laughs> you think this is a democracy? It's a dictatorship. Oh god. All right, moving on. Uh, so we talked about uh, Judgment, Death Loop, Moss, Seafood Jet. Oh, yeah. The speaking Last of, one.
1: Speaking huh? of, oh no, no, never mind. We're not going to transition. I was
0: the, the last. The last one I wanted to bring up was Fist. 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 Fist, get fisted. <laughs> that's that's uh, gonna be the that's gonna be the tagline for this get, game.
1: It's also gonna be the tagline for OnlyFans.com/slash/gaming. Stop,
0: stop. that's not a thing. <laughs> this the thing now we're willing it into the universe. <laughs> now we have to make it OnlyFans. <laughs> it's just gonna be just me playing Hold, video games, oh, holding no, controllers over your oh, holding a <laughs> controller over my dick. <laughs> Playing Death Stranding. Oh my God! And <laughs>
1: with, on Steam, so you can use the naked Norman Reedus models.
0: <laughs> oh God! No. Somebody
1: would subscribe to that.
0: No, but speaking of Fist, um, uh-huh. it stands for Forged in Shadow Torch. And uh, make any sense? It's makes makes no. S- oh, it's terrible such a terrible name. No, it's the name Fist is great. The like whole like. Uh, it reminds me of like anagram, a it's not an, an anagram acronym? Acronym. acronym yeah <laughs> okay.
1: it reminds me of a super nintendo game they used to have all that like you know like those types of games where it'd be like narc and it but it wouldn't be like what narc actually stood for it'd be like national association for Reco- reconnaissance drug II abuse resistance like education right exactly it's one of the <laughs> like all a bunch of video games in the 90s had these like you know acronyms like that and mm. that's what this reminds me of which is cool and the game looks great
0: i am like, it looks super, super like cool. honestly out of all the games here as stupid like just like the characters, like they're just like these furries fighting demons. And it's just like I think they're machines. Oh yeah. they are yeah, furries, they are machines. Furries okay. fighting
1: machines. Okay.
0: And they've got like these dude, the weapons look awesome. Um the characters like the, the like the characters look really cool. They do um cool. and uh I'm I'm always a fan of like uh anthropomorphic animals done in a really creative way. Mm-hmm. Like I actually, you know, I, I need to actually go back and play this game, not on the Switch, because I'm an idiot and I bought it on Switch it was Black Sad. Um like I really like the way they did the characters and that. It's it's really reminiscent to me of this fist fist game.
1: <laughs> That's how it has to be pronounced. It's legally in the contract. You have to pronounce it as
0: fist um yeah so the the character models look great the the fighting looks fun travis is gonna play it with the d-pad um absolutely <laughs> and uh yeah that that one looks cool what do you yeah, what do you think great. about that one
1: i think it looks awesome uh, i'm always down for metrovania it is one of my favorite genres out there and uh anytime they do something cool like this which kind of brings an art style that is different because a lot of like metrovanias are that 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 2d pixel you know, kind of what we've been seeing for the past twenty years, which I love, and I'll play all of those too. Mm-hmm. But this looks a little different. It looks a little more modern in 3D,
0: and um, it looks super refined. That's that yeah. I think that's a good word for it: is refined yeah, like art polished. style. Yeah,
1: and they they definitely have an aesthetic that they have uh, chosen, and they're going for it. Like I'm not a big furry guy. I'm not a big anthropomorphic person unless it's teenage mutant ninja turtles. But uh, but this game does look super cool, and I will definitely play it when it comes out. And I think that the combat the thing about 3d like metroidvania type games is that most of the combat can be samey after a while and it it, it took like if you play ori volume one versus ori volume two they're like night and day video games right like because the combat was so improved
0: yeah the the combat in ori one was super one note Mm -hmm. and then in ori two they just like here's an explosion of abilities yeah, and they Go give you have one fun. of
1: these like every like 30 seconds at yeah. the beginning, and it, it, it's awesome. And I think that that style, th- this game looks like it's going to do that kind of thing where there's going to be a lot of combat options and stuff like that. So I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, I think it looks it looks it looks really cool, and I'm glad Sony is 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 like dipping their toes into this because I feel like this game would like thrive on the Switch or something like that. But this is something that Sony looks like they're putting some stuff. on.
0: Do you know what studio is making that game? Let me i have see. no idea fist oh god i feel like i shouldn't be googling this fit what studio is making fist it's a game <laughs> yikes uh let me find out that developer real quick developer I, think I have it right i can pull it up real quick there we go um let's see not first damn you Ti get ga- tie games, Ti games,
1: Travelers International.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I just made that up. That uh, like TT because TT is Travelers Tales.
0: Uh, Ti, I like T-I games. games. I don't think they. I don't know if they've done any other. I don't remember, games. I don't remember
1: anyone saying when they showed this trailer. I don't remember people being. They like, did. Oh, the they season. did.
0: Ancient Amuletor VR. Amuletor. Am- Amulator. A M U L. A M-U-L E T O R Amulator. Ancient Amulator. Never even heard of it. Uh, but Fist Fist seems way cooler than uh Ancient Amulator, I think. But cool. Yeah. Actually, some of that combat kind of reminded me of Ori. Speaking of that, yeah, like the the, the, the hammer, the hammer that he had, like and the whip and the arrows, like it was very Ori looking, just in a way flashier way. Yeah,
1: that's, I think that's why I went to that, because it reminded me of, of Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of tangential to this, not not exactly in the, um, this was revealed at e- E3, or not E3 at, um. Oh no, it was E3, it was at the, I don't remember, where did they reveal the Death Stranding? Thing? Oh, yeah, that Game was Space. E3. That was Summer Games. Yeah, yeah. yeah, same week. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so not part of the state of play, but tangentially related because it's on Sony's PS5. Is uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut and Kojima? So this has been a thing that people made fun of when it first came out because they were like, "How can there be a director's cut of a game that clearly had no editor?" <laughs> and uh, which is valid.
0: Yeah, but, I think we actually, I think we actually had a good conversation about that where where we right. said that like, "What's it going to be?" Just like Death Stranding with just the orange scene, oh, the orange
1: scene, yeah. <laughs> um, and what, Kojima has clarified that he would not have called it this if it were up to him. He
0: would call it Directors Plus
1: directors plus which is the most kojima thing i've ever heard i love it I, I do too so much. i love it he's the best I, I i actually really enjoyed death stranding i never beat it um and i will probably buy this and go back and finish it especially because it'll, ha- it'll have all the content that what What made death stranding special was the stuff that other players created inside of that world um especially the roads and stuff which is a weird thing is that like it makes it easier because other people did the work for you and that's not maybe a good video game, but what it is good, it, what makes it special is it makes it a an experience as opposed to just playing a video game. Um, yeah, it's a Strand game. It's a, it is a Strand game. A strand
0: game. Duh. <laughs> and
1: so he has clarified that he would not call it a director's cut, but what I wanted to talk about was it seems like this is going to be Sony's branding going forward with these types of big PS5 re-releases of PS4 games. And we're talking like the biggest of the big. This is Death Stranding. We're talking... Go so already has this, but yeah, but they're calling it.
0: it director's cut. But like, I don't know. I don't like the naming. I don't like the I naming. I don't like it either. But I
1: think this is what they're going to do to differentiate. This is so they can charge you at least forty to sixty dollars again.
0: This but they so already they can- have that with like definitive editions and like with game of the they, year but, editions. But, and, but everybody
1: calls their shit that. This is Sony. Sony is prestige. Oh uh, yeah. Sony is saying we're doing something different. We're doing. All right. Something here's
0: what more. they need to do. Here's what they need yeah. to do. You they need to them. get. Hideo Kojima uh-huh. and Quentin Tarantino. Oh god, to make a video game together. And then you call have have an editor come in and like yeah, tell them right. tell them yeah. guys
1: <laughs> tell those two that you, we're going to Listen,
0: listen. I know your game is supposed to be 150 hours. We're going to need it down to about 70. Nope. And, and,
1: then, <laughs> and then And, and then and then like the fuck out.
0: everybody everybody buys it. And then, like a year later, they just released the full game
1: with 150 hours of content, and
0: call it the Tarantino Kojima cut.
1: Cut, yeah. So I I do think that that they're going to do this going forward. I fully expect that we're going to see a Last of Us Part Two director's cut sometime in 2022, or maybe even by the end of the year. I think that if it was coming by the end of the year, they would have said it at E3. But I think this is going to be branding for them going forward because they're going to
0: take it's going to and a God of
1: War director's cut. All mm-hmm. their giant blockbusters are going to get this treatment. This is you're right,
0: and is. you know what? I I hate it. I really hate it. That's all I'm going to say about
1: it. I don't I, mind it. I I don't like the naming convention because I think it's it's more of a film thing. Because I think it's another
0: at, like, way for them to extract money, dig more money out of my pocket for it a game that over, I've already
1: played. Horizon Dawn, Zero Dawn, Zero Horizon Zero Dawn director's cut. For I
0: for honestly, 30. I I might be really adam about this <laughs> and just like be like i'm not doing it i'm not <laughs> i'm not buying it i refuse God of Order uh you can all respect. go f I yourselves
1: you, i bet you will buy that More or less than part uh, if it comes I with a the the
0: statue guy. then yes
1: you've already got the statue
0: yeah i need another one <laughs> <laughs> i don't know go i need, I need Ragnarok, one i need one of uh atreus man. like at the end of the game finding the cave paintings
1: yeah that, that when the Thing blows off oh wow. yeah it's so cool oh yeah um yeah i, I think that this is going to be a, a, an issue for sony for a little while because they're going to keep re-releasing these ps4 games i think it's shitty that they're not just going to give you the like ten dollar upgrade option like everybody else is doing um but it's sony this is kind of what they do uh i think we are, like,
0: might be jumping the gun though because so far it's only been two games it's been death stranding and Ghost of Tsushima, both of which are either directed by a huge game director or like totally inspired by a huge film director but like so is
1: so is last of us part two like that is 100% inspired by big filmmaking so
0: uh but a specific director
1: yeah i guess it's not kurosawa like
0: yeah, like this but, one, they but, have a straight up curacao mode. Like, and I know it's but, BS, but like it's but, there and it's the fact, a director's well, thing.
1: Two things here. So, the fact that they've done this with two games signals that this is something that is they, they have at least their marketing department is going with. And the other side of it is that the guy who created this, the actual director, says that he would not have chosen this nomenclature if he'd had the option to. I think which this makes is a flash in think, the
0: pan, though. You want
1: to put a pizza bet on it? Beer bet. Beer bet. Beer and pizza bet. You're, you're just hungry. I'm very hungry. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> no right, beer, beer bet. Beer bet. Bets, beer All right, bet, so uh, beer
0: bet is um that this is going to continue. That the director's cut is going to be a part of a Sony PlayStation branding, kind of like PlayStation Hits kind of deal. Uh,
1: well, uh, yeah, I guess you could call it like, but like I think it, it'll be. Is there going to be a? Spe- is
0: the there going to be a specific logo for this? Well, there's a logo if you look at the Ghost of Tsushima
1: box and. It's like right under the title. I haven't seen the Death Stranding box, so I don't know what that looks like. But it's like right under the um, the name of it. Uh-huh. It doesn't nec- it doesn't look like a greatest hits type thing. But I think that the the name, the name is what they're they're going for, not necessarily like a branding like on a box okay. type thing.
0: All right. So how many games? How, how many games have to be made? If, if, if they do a third this? one, if they do a third one, then it's that's a third incredible. one. What within the next like six months?
1: not necessarily in the next six months but like at least then,
0: the like, announce announcement within yeah the next i, think, six I months? think i think we'll
1: hear an announcement within six months for sure okay because that'll be 2022 by then all
0: right throwing it in the calendar six months from yeah. now <laughs> beer bet doing it
1: calendar um, and that's kind of like what is going on with that uh you know we're not i am i'm excited about the stranding director's cut i will buy that um I love Kojima more than I probably should, but uh, you know, it, it, it seems exciting to me and it's something cool and different and new. Um, But that's not all the news that there is to print. There's also something big that happened in our other side of our, what we play,
0: which is. Hold up. I'm sorry. I'm doing this calendar thing Uh, all day. It is for January 12th, 2022. The title is Beer Bet, Sony's Director's Cut, Game Announcement, Deadline. Okay. All right. What if they announce
1: the Director's Cut like six months or like three months after that?
0: Well, then you've already bought me the beer and you lost. But then
1: you're going to retroactively buy me another beer. No. Because I'll, be, I'll still have been right.
0: It'll just no. be after the deadline. No. No, there's a bet. This bet has a hard deadline. Hard, no. hard cut. Hard cut. Hard director's cut. <laughs> wow.
1: Uh, uh, uh,
0: okay. Oof. Uh, Oof. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What were you saying? I'm sorry. What were? What other game were we? What other? I so said there was another. Some more. The last bit of news we're going to get to today
1: is the uh, thing that happened in our other corner of video game playing, which is our Apex Minute. <laughs> Apex. Uh, Apex Minute. So there was a big hack that happened about a week ago, in Apex Legends, uh, and they brushed
0: it under the tape, like under the rug, like completely.
1: Well, because they didn't have any reason to acknowledge it, because it's a bunch of douchebags. (laughs) It was so stupid. It was
0: so stupid.
1: And so the backstory is that it was a bunch of uh, disgruntled Titanfall Two fans who are mad. No, Titanfall One. Titanfall One. Was it one?
0: Yeah. They're oh, mad about Titan. Yeah. They're mad about Titanfall one. Wow.
1: <laughs> Didn't know that. that yeah. Titanfall two, because that makes more sense because that's a way more popular game. Um, so I guess they're mad that the, there's a rampant cheating in Titanfall one. Um, if you get into a is. lobby,
0: if you, if you can find a lobby in Titanfall one, you are immediately getting like hacked. You're in a hacked lobby with wall, like wall shot bots and and aim bots and, it's just all screwed. It's like jumping into a Call of Duty game, like an old Call of Duty game. Yeah, which is why. Which, yeah. it's, you know, and, and, it, it sounds, happens. It happens. Yeah. The game, once a game, like a first-person shooter gets old, yeah. the, it's, and it's, the it's, hackers papers. have time to, like, to, to really pick this code apart, they'll hack whatever the heck they want into it.
1: And you can't be mad at the developers who are literally moved on. Like, they're, they're not going to make money off of selling this game anymore, like it, especially at Xbox One. The,
0: the main yeah. thing I think, the, the, the one valid complaint I think they have is that in if you go into the Steam store um, and you looked at the summer sale, they had Apex Legends right next to Titanfall in the store. And so right. Apex is- Legends players are going to, like, curious Apex Legends players might be like, oh, I want to find out a little more about the lore. By Titanfall, and then they they're essentially playing a a busted multiplayer. But you still they actually there is no campaign, so right no, they're, they're playing. A broken I completely
1: game. get the complaint about it, and I understand the frustrations because if that were one of my favorite games, I would be very upset about it too. But this is not the way to fix it. Like this no, not, all like what it does is, is take resources they that they could have been using towards whatever game other game you might like from them, and having to put it towards fixing apex which wasn't broken until these guys broke it and what really is sad about it is that they're not going to help this at all like it's not going to change anything no it's just going to frustrate these developers who are probably i mean they're probably not overworked because response seems like a pretty good company to work for but they're also not going to be like okay well now that you guys were complete dickheads about this we're definitely going to get on this issue that you have like, yeah, like the
0: the the hypocrisy of it all is what kind of blows my mind. It's like so you're complaining about hackers, right? So you're gonna hack Hacked. the other game and ruin it for the players for the
1: people who you claim to like their game. They're the ones who are gonna have to fix this bullshit. And now you've just made more work for people who's
0: yeah. You, so you let's like. let's kind of let's kind of like actually go over what actually happened. So I I logged into Apex uh, last week sometime. And I was really confused because, like, when you, when you pull up the Apex lobby screen and the playlist matchmaking playlists, um, right. usually there's, like, trios, duos, ranked, and arenas. Right. And um, all of those were just, they had, like, the icons on them was just a picture of a, a padlock, so you couldn't even click them. And then um, there was only one playlist you could click, and all it said on it was hashtag save save Titanfall. <laughs> I was like, "What the? You gotta be kidding me!" Like and what, so, what, what and that so accomplish? like, and then and then like when you try to when you try to hit play, it just like it would freak out for a second and then go back to the screen. That's and uh, like
1: w- w- like what do you think <laughs> is gonna happen at that point, right?
0: And like I was looking, I was looking at Respawn's uh, Twitter and stuff. And they were just like, yeah, we're working on it. Like, I don't know what else to say, and that just sucks. Like,
1: God. Yeah, cause now they have again, they have to devote resources that they wouldn't have had to do originally to this, and it was on. I think it was on the weekend, right? So like. There's probably yeah. not even... Oh, and it was down... I think it was
0: down for, like, a whole day almost. And and if you think about it, like, a game like that, every hour that it's not being played, think of how much money they're losing out on. And you're just
1: hurting the developers of a game that you purport to like. Like, Yeah, what, I mean, what,
0: the game what, is free. The one that you're breaking is free. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> and,
1: and, and it sucks. I do get the complaints about this, but, like, this game is... That game came out in, what, 2013? Like you're talking about a game that is eight years old at this point. And I, I can tell you, from there's already play, been a
0: sequel. Like yeah. there's been a I, I sequel. To, it's way I better. Used
1: to, I used to play Jedi Knight two all the time, even after like, it was not the, like a huge game anymore. And those lobby, those lobbies were hacked like a motherfucker. Like it, you could not go in there without having like people cheating rampantly, but mm-hmm. you know what? You kind of learn to deal with it. And just, if you want to keep playing that game, you kind of have to like, this is how it is that, you know, it, you can download your own bots and stuff if you want to. I, I personally wouldn't do that, but like you kind of just learn to deal with it. And it's not, if you want to keep playing that game, if you like that experience, there are ways around that. You can create private lobbies. You can do all kinds of different things. Like not, it's not easy to do that stuff, but there are ways to do it. And that's kind of what you have to do if you want to keep playing these old games. There there people spawn servers all the time for these old games that don't have service anymore um and and that isn't an easy thing to to get around but if you care that much to where you would hack a lobby of an di- entirely different video game then you would probably put the effort into like create one of these private servers or, or do something along those lines that allows you to keep playing the game in a way that is more pure um yeah. i understand the frustrations but this was the wrong way to go about it like hurting sure. another fan base and hurting the developers of the game that made the game that you like is it, yeah. not it's, that is not dude i say. just like, I, not- I
0: have a feeling that it was like somebody that's still in their teens. Um, that's early, just really yeah. that's just really good with computers and with, with too much time on their hands. <laughs> like that's that's all it comes down to. Yep. Um so yeah that's been our <laughs> apex. Apex uh, <laughs> with that. No just kidding.
1: <laughs> so <the> uh,
0: <laughs> so uh <laughs> So, real quick, um, I, to be completely honest, I don't think either me or Travis have actually done a ton of gaming this week because we've both been super busy um, mm-hmm. with, with doing other fun stuff, like going to the river and going to bars and, and having, having fun outside of video games. Because, you know, there's, there's actually surprisingly more to life than video games and drinking. However, I do love However. those things a lot. I mean. So, I have played a little bit of some of them video games. Mm -hmm. um and what i've been playing the last few days is are you ready for this i don't think so some of that there wwe 2k battlegrounds that hit hit game (laughs) i've heard
1: nothing but terrible things about this game so i need you to tell me why you are continuing to play
0: it uh mostly because i like that it's not uh Super wwe serious. 2k oh, yeah, <laughs> and that's the, it, only, it... the only other wrestling game that's so, been out for a while when
1: this game was announced i was hoping that it would get back to like the n64 style of wrestling games which we all know it is kinda, the best era it of wrestling kind of
0: tries to go there like it but tries it doesn't to. have the
1: controls of like those old um like wwc nitro or like, and also it just doesn't NWO have the character the like it, it, they're
0: okay shoot whoops um <laughs> um there is a a star-studded lineup like I love the lineup in this game it as someone who grew up uh watching 90s wrestling um it's got a lot of good it's got got you know quite the there's Yokozuna in there dude they got Yokozuna yeah they got Yokozuna
1: so did they like, have like a bunch of the old like pre-NWO cast
0: uh yeah well you know it's like, like H- they're most assume they have hogan and they i did not prob- see hogan i did not see hogan
1: probably about, because
0: of all the problem problematic stuff that's gone on with him
1: and about like years.
0: mankind there is mankind um uh, there is Undertaker's uh, undertaker no. sting sting um i played a sting tonight tonight when i played i played a sting and like i was watching to kind of see um the the one thing that kind of upset me was, you know, all these wrestlers have iconic intros and iconic intro music. And the intro music is there. Uh, but when it comes to their intros, every single one of these wrestlers, basically, uh, instead of like walking out from a backstage area, they get dropped in on the on the walkway in like a box in a box and then they oh, yeah, bust out of the like, box yeah and then like toys right or something i don't like know they're in a crate it's like a wooden crate and then they just right. like poof, blow up out of it and then they all, there's like three or four different animations like intro animations that they all share And i'm oh, like come on sucks. come on you can't even
1: get like the real entrances for them like. exactly
0: for these like legendary characters like i was because like the sting one i was playing with him and i was like that i like my memory might be wrong, but I think that's the sting intro. But then
1: Then you saw it from like five, but then I
0: play, yeah. Then I played the next round and it was like the other character did the exact same intro. And I was like,
1: damn it. It's like if they had Hogan, he'd be like ripping off his, his. Yeah. Showing that hot dog skin. Right. That Like you got to get at least like, that's what people know about. That's why people like wrestling is because of the iconic stuff about it. Like Mm -hmm. the character, the larger than life characters, their intros, the way they talk. If you lose that stuff, like that's one of the things that the sixty four versions of those games were so good at like it wasn't a one to one re- it didn't look real or anything mm-hmm. but you knew what they were going for you knew what they were trying to do you knew exactly like when when you know uh who was one of the big ones from back then like, stone cold that, like with stone cold would come out and he had like the two beer cans in his hand it might not look like actual beer cans, but you knew what he was doing
0: mm-hmm. right? so
1: like it, it, those kind of things. You can't really
0: I mean they so other than the intro, I mean, like I said, I, I've I've done the like all I've done so far, I did the campaign, I've done a couple of ex- exhibition matches, and I did uh create a character. Um and when I was playing with Sting, dude, they the Scorpion Death Drop animation was pretty dope. Like right. like they, they do a good job with the moves themselves. You think like, that that's just
1: like a slightly varied version of like a suplex though? Well
0: or yeah, that's what the or, death or drop like the was.
1: Simple. But I'm saying like but but like what I mean is do like how much effort did they put into like differentiating that from like a different
0: I settings? don't know. I'm I'm uh gonna have to go through and like play with some more characters and like see how good they do with those other ones. Yeah, because uh, see
1: that same animation over and over again. That's like what's the point?
0: All I know is I hear Lawler in the background be like Scorpion Death! drop and he like flies into the air that's pretty cool yeah it's great um but yeah so that that was okay the the like i said the intros and also like all the punch animations for every character um are the exact same are you there did i lose you no okay your video video cut out for a second
1: my internet connection is unstable
0: oh no oh no we're doing it again it's happening again um, it's 10 o'clock at
1: night. Why is my internet connection unstable? It doesn't make any sense.
0: Um so the, the moves were cool, the intros were garbage. Um the other thing I, I messed around with was the create a character, mm-hmm. which honestly kind of trash too. I tried that's, to make that's like
1: the biggest thing about these games is create a character. So like I tried
0: to uh make a guy that looked like the guy on the bottle for pappy van winkle and i was just gonna name him pappy <laughs> and uh and it like it just didn't work there's like 10 there there's 10 like or so roughly a dozen hairstyles to choose from which is crazy like and they're all like short they're all like short on the side buzzed on the side with like hair on top all yeah, of them and of like all the hair cut the hair looks like shit. Of course, it probably looks like plastic. Oh, it, dude, of- it's so bad. The hair is so bad. Um, and that was upsetting because I really wanted to just give him, like, a long haircut. You, there was not a single just, like, long over-the-shoulders haircut. Probably, if I had to guess, because of how bad it was in WWE 2K. Do you remember how that huge debacle, like, with the hair in that game? No. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember
1: a lot of bugs and stuff, but I don't remember specifically. There was – like kind of Oh,
0: dude. They, they were like it, specifically with the hair, like, it would just, like, start, like, bugging out and, like, <laughs> like just, like, doing some crazy <laughs> stuff. So, I think they – I think that's why they took out all of the longer hair hairdos. But there's, like, no long hairdos. So the seems, only long seems, hairdo
1: is, like, a ponytail
0: look, that's, like, top knotted in the back.
1: Like a, like a heartbreak kid? Yeah. Oh. That's a pretty good one though. If you're gonna have one, that's that's the one to go with. Um, I think that the reason that they because it, it looks like longer hair. If you, if you have like you know plastic looking hair as it is, longer hair tends to look even worse and more fake. Yeah. But if you're gonna be plastic already, if you're gonna be bad at it, like at least it's an well. option to do that. Like that's the best part of those old games was like creating your own character, making them look dumb as hell, and and then sending them out to fight all these famous wrestlers and stuff. Like that was the best part of those old 64 games and if you yeah. can't capture that then like what are you and that creative character back in those days was not super robust or anything but you could make it look well, like yourself you
0: know well also all the coolest stuff is all locked behind like two different currencies um oh it's one of like those games. costumes and stuff yeah and mm-hmm. um you can earn the currency but it right. is a grind, a grind it is a grind if you want to if you want to earn that currency like otherwise you can go buy the coins because this was a
1: paid, we should say, before PS Plus, this was a paid-ass game, so, like...
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm, i by the way, yeah, I should mention I'm playing this for free on PS Plus because I would, I would never pay not, for it.
1: Right. Um, uh, it's just a weird thing when you've already got, like, people who are, and, like, Sony's paying you for every download anyway, so, like, you're still, like, they're still getting paid. And you still got currencies and like free to play model stuff on top of that. Oh, there's
0: it's all it, there's so much stuff that's behind a paywall or like a grind wall. Um, like like everything, everything software. costs like four thousand or so like of the grindy currency. That um, sucks. And I have been playing now for probably like two hours or so, and I've just earned over like somewhere between one and two thousand. Like, and I played, like, almost two hours of the game. So, it's like, okay. So, like, you have to play – and you get that for leveling up. So, I'm sure by the time I get to higher levels and I need more XP to get to those levels, the grind is just going to get even worse. Right. Um. So, like, you can unlock one thing after playing the game for six hours, and then who knows how long it's going to take after that whenever the XP gets higher. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that game uh, – it's okay. It's okay. I'm having fun. Like I like punching Stone Cold Steve Austin in the face.
1: That seems pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I can see the I can see the appeal of that.
0: The campaign also. I will. I will briefly mention the campaign. Um, the story is all told via badly drawn comic panels. Um, <laughs>
1: not even like rendered cutscenes or anything.
0: New, just just comic comic panels that you uh that's like it's a, like a full page comic and then like you hit a button and it zooms in on the panel and you tab over the next one tab and it goes through like, and you're, reads. like,
1: like you're reading Comicsology or something
0: yep and it's stone you are a guy named at least I am a guy I can't remember if there's I was drunk when I started playing this game uh <laughs> like real drunk uh, <laughs> but uh <laughs> it was after the river the other day um nice or wait no I don't no, remember. you
1: slept. You you stayed at my house stuff, Yeah,
0: that. it was the time we were drinking before that then.
1: Oh, yeah. after you got back with your brother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the guy I'm playing as his name is Bolo Reynolds, and um.
1: So you don't know if you made that name or if I
0: I did not I did not make the name but I I I think you might have been able to pick from a couple of different characters, characters just, okay. to start out with but I might be wrong about
1: that. Bolo Reynolds is not the worst name
0: I've ever. Bolo Reynolds said. is a good name. I like yeah. the character Bolo Reynolds and also um so basically like you're you're wrestling this like amateur league and stone cold Steve Austin like the first panel is him like on the phone and he's like Vince I've been to all these different training facilities. Oh I've I've, I've, seen, found, I've actually seen this intro before. And I found I, two guys I've but it's all done in like these shitty comic panels. Right. Um so it's it's funny, I guess, but I've I, after I watched the first one, I've just been like skip, 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 skip. Just to kind of get to the next fight. Um Yeah, I can see that. But those are all one note too. There's like a uh gosh, I could keep going. I'm gonna I'm not gonna keep going though. I feel like we've given this game enough time. <laughs> um so what have – what have you been playing or what do you want to talk about in your little your, – your time here?
1: So I've been playing a bunch of different stuff. I've been playing Mass Effect. Uh, again, um, I've been playing Shimigami Tensei, which we talked about. Um, I've also been playing Fallout New Vegas on stream. If you guys want to join me for that, it's a modded playthrough of that. Uh, it's very fun. Twitch.tv
0: also- slash kind – of, oh, my God. I almost said kind of funny games. Wow. We're going to edit that. Yep. Twitch.tv yep. slash out. gaming and drinking. I am a little bit. Toasty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saucy. Um,
1: so I've been playing that. I also started on stream live for the first time, which is very intimidating. Uh, AM in, AM2R, which is another Metroid 2 remake. And uh, that game is amazing.
0: What does the A in that stand for? Another. Oh, another U-
1: Metroid 2 yeah. remake. Because like it, it came out right when the um, the 3DS one came out, which is a great game. I played that. This is a much more faithful adaptation of that. They basically took these sprites from Super Metroid and uh, made a game out of it, and it is it is great. Uh, but playing that game on stream is intimidating because it's what I like about Metroid games is that they're very uh, lonely experiences, very atmospheric, very you know, kind of like puts you in a type of mood or whatever. And it's hard to like talk <laughs> up while you're doing that stuff, so maybe not the best stream game. That's why I switched to Fallout uh, New Vegas, and which was a much more talky game, much more dewy game. Um, so I'm gonna keep playing Fallout New Vegas on stream if you guys want to join and watch. It's it's cool. I'm making some dumb decisions, and uh, it's it's always fun to see that. Plus, it's very modern. is your
0: is your uh, how are you doing with your uh, intelligence stat on that one? Actually, no. I'm am, am I thinking of Outer Worlds? I'm thinking of Outer Worlds. Intelligence is a stat on this, but it's more, that's more like hacking and um,
1: stuff like that. Yeah. in
0: outer worlds, it was like, if you, if you have a low intelligence stat, like like, you you get dumb options. Yeah.
1: This isn't like that quite like that. Although it does have some of that, that like DNA, because this is obsidian. Um, But this game is, there is a lot of role playing in this, especially compared to the newer fallout games. Uh, you can choose to play as like a brute or a pacifist or whatever. Um, How are you playing? I'm kind, it? In, I'm kind of in between that. I'm kind of like a lone wanderer who takes every situation on its own and tries to do the right thing, which ends up me just killing a lot of people a lot of the time. Um,
0: are you like Strider?
1: I'm, I'm a lot like Strider. Strider. They basically <laughs> call me Strider in the in this when Wolks. I come through adam is doing his very very good loss impression if you guys didn't know orcs that was, in the west it sounds just like it. i thought orlando bloom was here for a second i don't know <laughs> if you guys did but i just hey orlando how you doing it's been
0: a while did you see the orcs <laughs> <laughs> the um, west, moving south quickly <laughs>
1: But the thing about your impression is that he doesn't sound gruff or anything like that at all, which is why it's so funny to me. that you. It's not gruff. It's anything. a whisper.
0: That doesn't sound.
1: It sound <laughs> a whisper. I hear you, bro. Um, so my,
0: my elvish whisper.
1: You are very elvish. That's what people say about you all the time.
0: Elvis. No, they say I'm Elvis.
1: Oh, I thought you said elvish. <laughs> I, I,
0: yeah.
1: He's elvish.
0: Just a bad joke. All right. I'm sorry. I hijacked your, your, your moment. No, it's fine. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep going,
1: though. Okay. And, uh, tell you okay. to watch gaming and drinking, or twitch.tv slash gaming and drinking. Um, yep. I'm going to keep playing that for a little while. I'm probably going to play a little bit AM2R and a little bit more Yakuza. But And I've also played a little bit more Control. I really like that game. I never finished it for whatever reason. I have kind of fell off of it, but I'm, I'm playing it again, and I'm, I am going to finish it um so i'm playing a bunch of different things here and there I, i've kind of like been jumping around a lot you know haven't really found anything that's been clicking with me but i'm playing a lot it's just i was really
0: like, enjoying watching you play that yakuza
1: yeah i'm i'm, I'm probably gonna play that on stream again because it's just so fucking it's wild so wacky and entertaining i do love yeah. yakuza it is hard for me to sit extended periods at this desk and play a console type game because if i'm not like hunched over the keyboard um it, it doesn't quite have the same effect that it, it does when I'm trying to like lean back and play. But mm-hmm. I am going to try to keep playing that game. Um, I really, really like it. I really like those characters. So uh, I'll, I'll let people know when I do that. But what I actually want to talk about is this bad boy right here. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> there it is. This is the... We can't see it because it's reversed. No, you can see it, you the, see it. A Guide to Japanese Role-Playing Games. It is from Bitmap Books. It is a big, big boy, um, thick. It's thick. It's a fist, like fist. <laughs> and it is beautiful. Like uh, you're talking full color spreads of these video games. You got cover art. You've got and it's screenshots. got it's got to
0: have hundreds of games in there, right? It
1: has 600 over 600 games in it. A lot of games that I'm, I am super into Japanese role-playing games from the early 90s, or early 80s and 90s, and this has games that I've never even heard of, and it goes through the history of all these things. Like, you've got everything from, like, Final Fantasy, which is, like, the big stuff, but you've also got, like, Lufia, um, and some of these games that are, like, very influential, but are maybe not super mainstream and known,
0: um, so what does it talk about about the games just like give an overview and so it talks a couple pictures it it depends on the type of game it is so
1: like final fantasy games get a little bit more dragon quest of course gets a little bit more but it it goes into like it's not going to give you like the the big development history but what it does is it more tries to talk about the impact it had on the industry and like why it is an important part of the history of a japanese role-playing game so like you know with with Final Fantasy, they talk about how it was influenced by Wizardry and Ultima and and, and how Final Fantasy has basically and Dragon Quest have shaped the Japanese video game industry. And also like along those lines, like when Shimigami the first actually not Shin the first Megami Tensei came out, how that kind of changed Japanese role playing and then Shimigami Tensei came out and that kind of changed it, it basically goes through the history of of what had big these big impacts. So is it written like
0: size. is it written like chronologically? like no. early to later so
1: it so it starts with like an overview and then it goes into specifics so it, it starts with like the way i'm only a little bit into it but it's starting with like the big hitters like dragon quest final fantasy um fantasy star those kind of games and it's based like the big guys who basically you know, took the Japanese, made the Japanese, what we think of Japanese role-playing games as. Molded
0: it, it. Like, different parts from each of those games kind of came together to create modern Japanese games and influenced them. Like, it's kind of going, like, from bigger influencers down to, like, the smaller influences. It's, that's
1: exactly what it's doing. It's, it's saying, like, these are the big guys who basically shaped the industry, and then we're going to drill down to some of the smaller stuff that you might not know about.
0: That's cool and, as hell.
1: And it, it's... It's very cool because, like, as much knowledge as I have about this stuff, there's stuff that they're bringing up that I have never even heard of, and it gives me like a lot of context for the gaps in my knowledge. And basically says, "This is why you should care about this. This is why this is important to you." Mm-hmm. And it gives you like screenshots and artwork, which I really appreciate because a lot of these games are not even available as like emulated games. Like, uh-huh. A lot, some of them are from formats that don't exist as emulators. You know, like old gaming uh home computers and stuff like that that you can't even play right now so it's really cool to be able to see this stuff and like the, and it's a beautiful book like it's it's the pages are thick like thick and they're able to like get this like glossy artwork and make it look really good and the articles are well written they're by a lot of people who are uh, like big in the industry and 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 know a lot about japanese role-playing games uh knowledgeable people that i've heard of before and so it's not like they're just like bringing people off the street to, you know, write these articles. Like they've, they've got a lot of talent behind this stuff and it's, it's a beautiful book and it was only like 50 bucks. So like,
0: okay. Yeah. That uh, was my next question was how much did it cost?
1: It's like 50 bucks. And it is by far one of the better made tones that I, have I bought, I buy a lot. I buy all the final fantasy, uh, Ultimatia, and those are like the high water mark for me. Like they're incredibly made. Um, and this is like right up there with those, those big books. Um, it is if you have any interest in japanese role playing games or video game history stuff like that this is a book that i think that you should definitely own if you okay. really care about
0: that kind of stuff. i will probably whenever you whenever you get your fill with it i'll probably uh borrow that from you take a look at it cuz that does seem really neat
1: it's very neat and it'll make you the other side of that is it makes you want to like downloading
0: Oh dude, you're about games. to have you're about to have so many more JRPGs and like you already are the JRPG guy. Like I can only imagine like after you play that and like you're going like to be like finding emulators and stuff. Right. It's <laughs> I I've
1: already been on the lookout for emulators that I haven't like uh been able to see here in a while, so <laughs> it's not yeah. like constantly looking for new stuff. Oh yeah. Um nice. But it, it's very good and, and that's what I've been spending a lot of time with lately.
0: That's what's up. Well, uh, hey, dude, I don't know about you. I think that's a good place to to cut this week. Let's do it. All right. Um, so, everybody, thanks again for listening and watching to this here uh, episode 7. 007. seven the James oh, Bond so. of our podcasts. That's what um, they call us. Bond. James Bond.
1: His impressions are just like,
0: Oh, man. I got So I got more orcs. I got more. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, no. Seriously, thanks. Thanks for watching. Thanks for thanks for watching and listening. Um, and yeah. yeah, so we will. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Um, cheers to you, everybody. Cheers. I'll have a good week. Later. I'm all right, guys. guys. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody.